over Stu Selena which Corey knows at this point yes. we've had a real wild couple of hours trying to adjust to some technical difficulties but here we are here we are um Corey what are you today um I'm I ain't no hollaback girl Corey oh nice <laughs> don't hollaback don't I'm not a hollaback girl that's no I think that that's pretty clear clearly <laughs> And we're joined uh, by our guest today. Hi. Arrows. Yes. Uh, Arrows here. I didn't know if I could respond to that. You can. You can. Because, like, wow, that blast from the past, Gwen Stefani. Yes. Gwen Stefani. I know. I feel like she went through so many stages from, like, problematic queen to... Just so many things. We're like, it's okay. It's Gwen Stefani, though. Yeah. Yeah. And I think now she's just resolutely white. Yeah, which, you know, I actually, I'm happy that she settled on that, because it would be really weird if she continued with a lot of the... It would. Yeah. I wouldn't want, (laughs) I don't know if I'd want to see that comment. I don't need more bindies on Gwen Stefani or Bantu Knots. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't want to see Bantu Knots. No. (laughs) (laughs) Dang, I just had that image, like, come, like straight to my mind I didn't even remember yeah, there was it was so easy to kind of ignore it because I was like it's it was Gwen just Stefani. a different time it was also a different time it was really just like to... oh that's just like edgy it's just like cute even like during the time when she had like her Harajuku girls around mm-hmm. her I was... as a kid I thought that that was so cool because it was like paying homage like you know like that's how I saw it yeah. but like the more I think about it now I'm like nope. no it was weird it was so weird and team <laughs> Gwen and team because yeah. also back in the day you know a lot of artists and performers they yeah. were kind of like everybody was enabling this. her yeah. yes. and they were just like oh it's okay to have a contract where like these people travel around as your entourage but can't speak yeah ah, that's so weird <laughs> yes yes yeah. Uh, yeah so we're i'm not prepared for for that conversation no no you're fine but you're, you ain't no hollaback. I ain't no hollaback girl. No, though. that's resolute. <laughs> resolutely, yeah, not resolutely. one of those. Resolute, yeah. such a good word. It is. Yeah. Word of the day. Resolute. One of the, yeah. Um, well, anyway, so <laughs> my bad. That's what I will do this whole time. So I was like, I'm gonna shut up because I know I'm gonna talk about. Oh, it. So please let me like, don't shut up. This okay. is your talk. time to talk over us, yeah. to talk around us, okay. to yes. talk through us. I don't mind it. Every episode, we begin with a segment we call historical hose. And um, just quick shout out to the person digging outside of my house right now. So if you hear that, that's what it is. So I got my information from an article in Wikipedia um, and Google Books, Songs of Kisang, uh, Courtesan Poetry, and uh, Kisang, uh, Korea's Geisha Women. Um, Controversial title person who wrote that, but you know, here we are. So this week's historical hoe is... Huang Jinyi. She was born in the 16th century to the daughter of a scribe called Jian Hyun Gyum and a politician's son who went by the name Huang. The story goes that her parents met while her mother was doing laundry, but the two could not get married. But that didn't stop them from bumping uglies and siring Jinyi, their illegitimate daughter. Jinyi was known for her beauty and bold personality. 
As Huang Jinyi grew older, many men wanted to marry her. According to legend, one day a coffin was passing in front of her house, but the coffin stopped and refused to move from her house, just listening to her read poetry. And then she ran out and stripped off her outer skirt from her hanbok to cover the coffin, and only then did the coffin start to move again. The coffin was said to have carried the body of her lover, who was born of a higher class, but due to her lower class, the two could not wed, and the man died of a broken heart. She then decided to become a giseng after losing her lover at the age of 15. Giseng, also known as flowers that speak poetry, were women from outcast or enslaved families who were trained to be courtesans, providing artistic entertainment and conversations to wealthy men. Some called them Korean geishas, as I kind of mentioned in the, the um, little bio. We know geishas didn't provide sexual services, but that and, you know, that was the job of the Oiran. So, Gisang were kind of a hybrid of, like, geisha meets Oiran. And I know how culturally touchy this statement is, because historically, Korea and Japan have not really gotten along at all since Japan enacted a Korean genocide akin to Nazi Germany's reign of terror in Europe. So, I should clarify that not all Gisang were providing sexual services. That was left to the lower class of Gisang. Many Gisang were employed at court, but they also uh, spread throughout the country. Unlike other women, Gisang could sometimes write and talk to men as an intellectual equal. They were carefully trained and frequently accomplished in the fine arts, poetry, and prose. And although they were of relatively low social class, they were respected as educated artists. Aside from entertainment, their roles included medical care and needlework. Huang Jinyi was famous throughout the Korean peninsula for both her beauty and her wit. Many men of upper class and lower class alike came from far away just to see her and her performances. And like many other Gisengs at the time, she asked a riddle to the men who came to visit her and only those who passed could interact and talk with her. Her modern fame comes from her riddle, which would later be known as, and I'm going to bungle this, uh, I'm sorry about that to all my Korean stands. Love you guys. She would accept clients who were unable. She would accept clients who were unable to serve, solve her riddle, but gave the riddle to any man who wanted to be her lover. And only one man, Seo Gyung Dyuk, was able to solve it. The answer to the riddle was in the title. When combining the variations of the title, the first part, Jiomyogu, created the Chinese character meaning spoken word. And the second part, Ilobulchu, created the Chinese character meaning day. And when you combine those two words together, it creates the Chinese character meaning consent. The reason being that whoever solved her riddle would be allowed to come into her house and share a bed with him. In the late 20th century, Huang Qinyi's story began to attract attention from both sides of the Korean divide and uh, featured in, and it was featured in a variety of novels, operas, films, and television series. Novelizations of her life include a 2002 treatment, 2002, sorry about that, two, um, by Northern Korean writer Hong Suk Jung, uh, which became the first North Korean novel to win a literary award and the Manhai Prize in the South and a 2004 bestseller by South Korean writer Jeon Gyun-ring. And in 
And anyway, that is the really cool life, poetic life, of Huang Qianyi, this week's historical ho. So Ho in the Know is a podcast about sex work by sex workers for sex workers. Wonderful. And that's what we do. That's what we are. And that's why the internet doesn't like us. Ah. (laughs) Well, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for for being being here. here. Of course. Um, so I really wanted to start at the beginning, okay. um, of the beginning, not even, well, how were you birthed and <laughs> do you recall your mom's you, vulva? You want to see my full chart? Like what's going on? <laughs> I need to know your natal, natal chart, chart, please. <laughs> of course, that's how this would start. Yeah. Um, uh, so, um, well, first off, Aquarius sun, okay. Gemini moon, mm. and then Aries rising. So I don't, wow, I, I don't that's know. That's a lot going on. There's so much. That's a lot. There's and, like, dips and dives there. I don't even understand it myself. Okay. So. Coming to, you know, like really like unpacking my chart as I get older, but, uh, I was born on Valentine's day in oh, the Bay shit. area. Yes. Yeah. So there's just a lot of shit that happened when I was born, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, uh, I mean, really just kind of talking about um, kind of how I got here. I, it'd be nice to talk about school. Cause I yeah, know you yeah, I want to. I want. Yeah. So my beginning was to start like, you know, post birth, yes. ideally. I mean, we could talk a lot about birth. We could too. talk about the womb <laughs> it's incredible. experience. Actually, that was kind of funny because like I hadn't ever considered that until our last guest, which was Rahi. Like he um, was my Tantra guy and he was like, so tell me about your mom's like pregnancy with you. And I was like, whoa, like I n- never thought about this in terms of my sexual health yeah because it informs like a lot of like how you come into the world is like how you come into the world Ah. like that how traumatic it was like or how easy it was is how is what you embody you know Definitely. I'm interested in all of the election babies that will come out soon, or the, t- the <laughs> pandemic, Ooh, pandemic babies. babies. Wow! Yo, like, I was just kind of... I was looking at um, who's Gucci Mane, and uh... I just immediately see teeth. Whenever you say it, it's like the Cheshire Cat, like I just see his smile. Whenever, <laughs> anyway, keep going. I'm gonna do that. They just long. did a baby shower, though. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. They. I guess they're having a boy because the colors were blue and white. I'm assuming. <sighs> They gendered it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't see the fires. <laughs> yes. I'm not gonna, I can't even unpack the gender reveal thing right I now. Cannot. So I cannot. I cannot. I mean, I do. I mean, we could go into it though, because like, I, I mean, we all, all of us, identify as various non-she/her pronouns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're all speaking with. Please don't have uh, gender reveal parties. They cause fires. I just. They. Fires. It bothers. Okay, the one that bothered me the most is Sham Booties. Wait, who? She, who had a, she had a gender reveal? Party? She did a gender reveal on she her. Really? She did. I didn't know that. She oh. did. I got her I a very gender sham neutral baby. Uh, That's baby really blanket. good. Yeah, but she did like a whole thing with her partner, and they and he she did like a video with him, like where she revealed to him the gender of their baby. And I was like. That's surprising. It is really surprising because she is like. She's well, that's, a, my, that's my love. I love she's Shannon. a cool, like, yeah. you know, she's a cool black young sex educator out yeah. here, like really like doing something cool, fulfilling an important space in the community. Yeah. And so that was why I was like, I thought we could all agree that gender. I thought we could agree like, on this. I thought it was yeah. something that and was like kind of neutral. I don't I hadn't heard of like a gender reveal party until like the last like five yeah, years. I was like, this wasn't something we were doing when I was growing up. Even no. it was kind of like a baby shower. But then the yeah. baby shower was hella gendered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't like 
There, wow. Gender reveal there were no, parties. Like, color f- baby's fucking genitals. Right. Look yeah. at them, you know, like get into yeah. my child's genitalia. <laughs> Woo, party! Barbara's a penis. You should know about it. Dang. That's why I filled these balloons with smoke. Exactly. <laughs> I wanted to launch a forest fire because my baby got a dick. You know? right. It's so weird. I just I never really got it. But and it also feels really new. Yeah. It feels yeah. very new. That's was like I didn't. Yeah, so that's new. I didn't. I just didn't know that. So thank I, you. I didn't know. So okay, I don't know how we got here. We wow. were talking about oh beginnings. Well, that's yeah, okay. Beginnings. I definitely I let it down. This I let it down the wormhole. I knew we would go here, and I'm well, glad it did. We I'm did not- <laughs> a, a whole bit on gender reveal parties. So yeah, like, I didn't even unexpected, but yeah. here we are. All right. Um, so, okay, so you started. You uh, went to berkeley right i did yeah yes it How's... was my dream it was getting into cal was my my dream school since i was 13 and i went on like a little uh they they took me i did a uh, some of the students who were doing really well got like access to this like free tour of the school and when i was there the uh, one of the admissions people just kind of was dismissive about me and i was like bitch you don't understand i hold a grudge forever so like just that exchange with her maybe it was like i'm gonna spite get into berkeley and i just focused since 13 until 17 to get into that school and i got in with a full ride and so like i like i never saw her again but i really just wanted to be like walk by her office and just be like bitch like so (laughs) and (laughs) exactly so what was said but like that never really happened uh instead i went to a school that really changed uh a lot of a lot of things like i you know i met so many different kinds of people who were um uh uh, like i grew up with a black like my grandmother's a black panther my mom's like it's just oh my god that's amazing this is a very black radical house like the whole time just like really like strong black women surrounding me Mm -hmm. and so i went to cal with that and then i met a lot of people with just varying gender identities and i kind of met Oh, God. Okay, so hold on. There's a lot, though, with that. I'm not even ready to talk about gender yet. Because <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about it. I did yeah, Berkeley yeah. as, like, a cis straight uh, woman. A oh, straight woman? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, my me? God, are you serious? No. Okay, so y'all don't understand. Like, I when I, before what we got here. What does that even here, look like? It looked so fucking femme. Forever 21 dresses every single night. Oh. Like, femme, femme. Like, long, fake hair. It's like, so funny hi. how, like, it's funny how, like, obvious, like, how you know how to do the cis you know that's why that shit is just what that's that was my first education into adulthood is how mm-hmm. to bitch up i learned right. that early mm-hmm. and i did it well like i like i was really i was first off and and okay <laughs> y'all are getting all the stages but it's great it's, it's, it's i told you this would happen but now we're in person so this is worse because i'm picking up on your facial expressions <laughs> and shit Ah. Oh, that's another thing I didn't mention. We're actually in the studio all together yes. right now. Like, together. It's human contact Whoa. is crazy. It's a lot. The tech was supposed to go down, so I'd be like, oh, "Where are y'all?" Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, and here we are. Here we are. But when I was in, when I was in, uh, so I grew up in a way that, like, I just knew really early on I didn't want to stay in my neighborhood. I didn't. I didn't. I felt like I wasn't surrounded by people like me. Um, I felt like I was always like the weird black one. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, there's like, that's, that's, you're not really black. And, and so then I like, it's just, you know, there's, there's a lot we can talk about that. Yeah. So I grew up so weird. And like, because of that, like, or pers- whatever, I just grew yeah. up knowing that I was an outsider mm-hmm. and being very comfortable with it. It was like, yeah. fuck all y'all, I don't even care anyway. I got one best friend and that's all I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were just really smart. We were just smart. Like we just wanted to go to 
to class and like watch Fairly Odd Parents and go to sleep. Like, that was like my whole life in high school. And then when I got to college, I realized I was kind of cute. And so I was like, wait a minute. So my experience is going to be a lot different now because I'm in college. I got finally got into the school where I feel comfortable. And the, my only goal up until this point was to get to Cal. Like I just I didn't think about anything else. I was like, college means that I'll be able to escape my living. College means that I'll have wealth and all these things. Yeah, to yeah. After, which is what we all believe. And that's not the case. But I got to college. <laughs> And I became a hoe. Oh my God. Just throwing <laughs> pussy everywhere. Like, who could catch it? Like, let's go. You, and you, it you, was you, like you. with like straight guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very straight, straight. Are you sis. sure they were straight? Um always a question there. Uh, yeah. I mean, one let me bend him over my lap and I didn't realize like what that meant. Hot. He's probably on like he's he's pretty queer he's now, little, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I but when I was in college, um, yeah, like I was I was low key like homophobic. I was so afraid. Oh. Like I, I'd had experiences with like women before growing up, but like I I would say that I was like a lot of uh, people in politics who make really harmful like homophobic legislate. Like I would be that kind of person because I couldn't come to terms with my identity. Mm-hmm. So it was that was really hard. And so instead, I just sat on any dick I could find, and that was fun. So fucked around, kind of like I didn't really like sex with men that much, but I uh-huh. just I liked the power that came with it. I was like, oh my god, if I if I give him a little ass, mm-hmm. I got him forever because this shit is cold. <laughs> so let's go, you know. So did that, and then fell for a fucking Starbucks barista. It's the baristas, dude. It's the baristas. She was so fucking pretty. She was so fucking. <laughs> it's, the it's really they're, the baristas. They're you know moving with the hands, and they gotta. <laughs> It, I'm so happy I saw y'all in person. Like this is so much yeah. better. Yeah, than, like, I think the so. Zoom thing. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. Yeah, barista. 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 Okay, so I'm still in college. Uh, uh, tried a lot of different kinds of like experiences with men and stuff, but like kind of knew that I didn't really like sex, and that's important. Mm. That's so fucking important because I didn't think important. that sex was mine. I just thought it was something that I did mm. for my partner, mm-hmm. and then that carried into me sleeping with women. Uh, because, um, so I fell for this barista, uh, she didn't want shit to do with me, which is like already, I'm like, no, wait, everything that everybody that I want, I get, why don't you want me? What is happening? And so that was, was she a straight? No, she was, she was actually very queer, but she didn't like that. I was like straight. Oh, you were the femme. Mm -hmm. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And so I was just chasing after her, chasing after her. And then over time I started to like come to terms with like my own homophobia, which is what it really was. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, started to like here's the thing when i make a decision i make a fucking decision so i was like when i when i decided i was like okay so i'm i'm i was like i'm a lesbian like i, I was like i think i'm a lesbian and so if i'm if that means that that's what i'm willing to fight anybody that says anything about lesbians i'm willing, like i will oh. protect myself and then i was like I, and this come this y'all see this now it's like I, the first thing that i did was i i pushed to becoming like the most masculine I could present. Like I, I was just like, I used to be really, really femme. Like I had like Revlon mix a lipstick every day, like long hair, like this forever like twenty one so dress. To imagine. I know. I, I you want to see a photo? I, you want? You need a photo. Hold on. I'll, I'll show you. It's like you won't get it otherwise. And I understand that. I'm just like, who is this person? <laughs> It would have to be Facebook. That's how long ago oh, it was. Wow. Oh, my god! I'm going to find... If not, then I'll find you the image later. 
the Facebook gems. Right. Yeah. Those, well, I, I'm so ashamed of my Facebook. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I didn't even know where to begin with it. It's I, really. I deleted a bunch of people off my Facebook recently because I was like, I need to purge a little bit. And like, Facebook back, makes me so uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. I look at my messages. I was like, oh my God, why was uh, I talking like this? Oh no, it's going to take me way long to get it. But yeah, so started dating girls or i started dating this girl this barista mm-hmm. and the first thing i did was i got rid of all of the like all of the like cute dresses and all that shit mm-hmm. and then i was like i am a stud like oh. stud like i like <laughs> fuck yo like the switch up was hard like i like looking back on that, i was like Bro. i also love how you just knew like you're also yeah. like okay i want to be a stud and now i am a stud and it was just that yeah it was <laughs> I, I i knew that uh I knew that something was felt relaxed when, um, and this is, there's like, there's all, there's so much because we confuse like sexuality with identity too much mm-hmm. and like, and uh, the gender which, expression. Oh yeah. And I, I think that's part of the reason why I had so much, such an issue again with sex. Like my relationship with sex is because like I came to know myself through sex. Like I came to know who I was through like, Oh, I sleep with women now. And I was like, right. no, that has nothing to do with like who I am. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's, that's now like, that's, that's me today. But mm-hmm. like, I, uh, yeah. So when I started hooking up with girls and I started like getting to know myself that way, it did feel like the masculinity of it that I like kind of like, because obviously like I, I, thought in a heteronormative way at the time but like i was just like well if i want her to be the girl and i Mm. so desperately want to be the man and the only way that i can experience that is in a sexual thing right so i became a hoe again like hoe part two because i was just like i I want to feel this feeling of like masculinity Mm -hmm. and i can only do this behind closed doors with this woman Uh like or with the partners that i was finding because a lot of them were like presenting and stuff so it's just like my relationship to sex was so gratifying because it's like the only time when like someone believed in my masculinity and that's like it was just a lot of shit so like my relationship to sex has been so complex it's like first it it started as like a way for me to please my partners and get everything i wanted as a prissy ass little bitch which is who i was and i loved it right and then it was like the only way that i could experience masculinity uh and 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 have that feel so valid like Mm -hmm. you know like yeah so it still wasn't mine, though, and that's the problem. That's why I throw the ass around on OnlyFans for 13 13 a month. Okay, um, where were we? Uh, uh, Berkeley, there was Berkeley. a barista. Did you get the barista? You, I did. You got the barista. I did, but as the queers do. She met somebody else at Pride like two weeks later once uh, we started dating. So uh, I was just like, man, whatever. Well, you did a 180 on your personality yeah. for this. I but threw everything you found, away. But you found freedom. Yeah. And something that was like true. And and uh, I learned a lot about straps. Like fast, <laughs> fast, 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 fast. They come out, yo. Like they come out. Like they come out. <laughs> I, like you've got to stay the fuck in here. We're in the middle of the shit. It's true. No, yeah. it's the yeah. flange end does not stay. Yeah. It's so hard to get it to stay. I just want it to stay <laughs> where it should be. I always wonder with the baby studs, like where... Uh, like where are they getting their strap skills from because... oh my god i probably <laughs> well hopefully soon for my porn because like yeah. that's the problem um, is that like there's we'll keep going keep going no, 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 no. okay the first strap that i ever got was probably from adam and eve and it was so cheap and yeah. i feel like the dildo probably could have given me cancer oh! <laughs> it was like one that had a smell after not after sex but yeah. just after time oh it was it like, was melting 
I don't even know. It was, it was like nuclear degrading. Mm-hmm. Like it was just so bad. I, I am going to embarrass the fuck out of myself <laughs> since we are talking about like my journey because <laughs> I wasn't. I didn't know how to like. There needs to be more strap education. There's yeah, there's such a lack, Agreed. and then everyone's just expected to know what and the fuck also, they're doing. And also, it's hard to find like variations of like dildos that fit into straps. Yes. Mm, oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Yeah. I and want then, them to be ergonomic. And no one's talking because it's like there is like everyone's supposed to everyone's supposed to just be really good at sex. Like yeah. you're you're born and then you're just like you're a fucking you're yeah. fucking, fucking. Just a sex god. Are you serious? <laughs> like everyone's just supposed to just like once the clothes come off, you're supposed to be like yeah, no, baby. Exactly. Like ah. yeah. And never like it's just like especially if you're young and you're new to this shit. That's so unrealistic and yeah. dumb and so no one talks about it because it's like I'm not a sex god yet yeah. and so you're gonna waste your some of your best years just being quiet because you know like it's like if that strap doesn't feel good then say something what yeah. the fuck is yeah. going on like I yeah yeah Ugh. yeah. I feel like there's not enough tiny tiny dildos for the no, strap there aren't. I'm glad like, that you said that yeah it's like seven inches starting yeah exactly so yeah yeah which I don't know what kind of well I mean a lot of strap-ons are not made by the people that are using them that are receiving them you know that are receiving them (laughs) because I don't receive my strap ever and I like I I'm realizing that a lot of my partners in the past like around the time that we're talking Uh about they weren't honest up with me about like it was like hey that's actually too much yeah like that like saying that like hey that's too much strap like it felt hard I think for people to say sometimes I feel like I would like chop the normal dildo in half and like be better with it <laughs> and that well, feels like it'd be it's closer to the body it's closer to your center of gravity so yeah, you can work like, it better yeah yeah yes it's just you know? funny to think about but yeah i mean there's these dildos are not made for at all for people <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem but like they it. are fun though i feel like there's the power of wearing it though yeah, yeah. but and i think floppiness. people romanticize that power and that's why they want the bigger dildo it's yeah. like it's like i was one of those people for sure yeah 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 mm. yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I mean keep it's interrupting like, you. It's so, no, it's fine. It's not. A, it's. I don't want to. It's, it's so. Yeah, the the masculinity of the of the size the size queenness of of straps is yeah. such a thing. I don't. And like it doesn't. The, the weird thing about that is like having a bigger strap doesn't equate to much. It's just like you just paid for it. Like like yeah. let's not let's not create this like like <laughs> I just I'm so afraid of us. Us. Who the fuck? First off, I don't speak for anybody. I'm afraid of like, like a perpetuation of some of the harmful things already with sex, mm-hmm. which is like the bigger the dick, the like yeah. that's really not like yeah. there are a lot of other things that are important in sex. Yeah, and that stays within queerness as well. Like it's yeah. like having a big ass strap doesn't mean that I'm good in yeah. bed. Yeah, and then I that just doesn't... the other thing that I think about with straps is like with other sex toys, we've seen like a really big like ergonomics boom. Like we yeah. see all of these like really weird shapes, like things that are like teardrop shaped or that like look like a little wedge or like little bunny rabbit shaped yeah. things. The womanizer. The womanizer was What's an innovation. Womanizer? Um it it sucks. Oh the oh. little clit sucker. It sucks on yeah. Oh my god, the clit sucker. Yeah. And, I and love it vibrates clit a little, the, a little the bit. Clit ah. The clit vibrators, the clit suckers, yeah, yeah. the clit ones that go like side to side with the like tongue liquor. The, the tongue liquor ones. Yeah. yeah. I love this conversation. Why don't we have those variations with straps? I it's it's too 
overwhelmed by like everything that we're talking about like it's like we need to start thinking about it like what it is which is a sex toy yeah like all the other sex toys yeah to have fuck vulvas or whatever people want to call their but they're junk they're junks i was gonna say they're junks. Bus, yeah yeah junks right <laughs> <laughs> junk um yeah but yeah. on that too like there aren't like i was looking for one that ejaculated and like Ooh, there's yeah. that like variation we'd have like, heard of something like that though they, they have, they, them, they have them but like they're made of material that i would never use on like another human being and so it's like okay. you can get what you want kind of but like is it safe for the body it's yeah, like yeah, the trade-off yeah. like they're these like not novelty toys it's not like mm-hmm. they have they have for those for camming sex. Sex. yeah like you i see it a lot with cameras because like they'll do like blow job like solo blow job stuff mm-hmm. and then they'll like make the the penis like you know ejaculate whatever the fake cum shit That's is so wonderful yeah, that sounds yeah. Awesome. it's it's really cool and yet but those aren't not used yeah they're not <laughs> good for the bot like the the ones they have on the market that i mean are... they have interesting i forget what the what it's made out of oh it's my like god some i just sugar had an stuff. idea sorry yeah, go for <laughs> it please what about i like so this is what i do all i get high and i come up with like little next projects and stuff mm-hmm. i do really want to create a line of dicks please it'd be sick to go back to all of my exes and be like if you were to make a dead strap that you wish that you could have had oh and then it's like also we do like a video or something oh my gosh have them draw it yeah like it's just like i want you oh all to make the dicks it's like that's the why thing. doesn't this exist it needs I, to yes. like we yeah because it's like you should be able to create the dick that goes inside of you i yes. really do think so yeah yeah. Unless it's, you know, it's attached yeah. to a person, then you shouldn't have any control over what that does. Right. For sure. But, yeah. but, 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 but yes, if, in yes. our playland that is, yes. you know, dick I making. Want it's <laughs> like Build-A-Bear, but it's Build-A-Dick. What the fuck? Why? <laughs> why isn't there the is... toy store that you can, uh, yes, I just want to sit on a mold and it teach me what the dick should be. Yes. That sounds fun. Ooh, that would be so cool. I love this. This is yeah. cool. This is, this is something that just it came out of It seems like it needs to happen. Yes. Yeah. I think. Somebody needs to make the startup happen. It could be you. Yes. I, hey, I'm Start a Kickstarter. Up all different kinds of ideas. Kickstarter, <laughs> Kickstarter would help. Kickstarter. The Build a Dick Kickstarter. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a, a thing. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna fin- I'm gonna complete the pitch. All right. So okay. Here it is. Okay, we're here. The Build a Dick will send you a package, right? Mm-hmm. And it's with the mold. Mm-hmm. And then your job is to like sit on it in a very a variety of ways, and it'll form to the dick that you want us to make for you. Mm-hmm. I think I want one that like, but I want it to be like, okay, what do you like? Like, and also the whole yes, other thing fair. is like people don't know all the time like do you want more g-spot stuff do you like your cervix to like be touched like do you like more shallow penetration do you wow. want something deeper what if you could have one that expanded do you, know? you want other parts like do you also do you want, want other like, parts stimulation or exactly stimulation? do you want it to be like vibrating as oh it like God. exits do you want it to be sucking as it exits like how do you want the this? exit is under talked about yeah. but anyways we are so far away from <laughs> no it's no. not it's still in the realm okay. it's yes. in the realm of what should happen um this is awesome so let's also speak to this so you went from berkeley and then you made your own business yes so this is we're already talking about business and this is kind of your thing <laughs> this is so my like this is honestly this is all i do is i come up with like little uh little mini startups i guess mm-hmm. this was the first ever company that i started i was 21 21 Oh my god, yeah, 21, because 10, 10, 10, 20, yes, 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 yes. Um, so I started this business, and I will tell you right now, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing as the first You were one. 21. I was yeah. 21. I, mean, I was 20, fuck it, what? <laughs> but I thought, you know, like, you just think you know what you're doing, and you're like, there's a lot of pressure, like, and, um, 
uh, so Genju started off as my thesis to get out of Berkeley. Like I was writing my college thesis about, um, well, a lot of different things, but uh, uh, I really wanted to know about how our generation of people who are growing up online were like branding themselves and then building businesses around their personal brands um and so that started off as like my thesis and then i ended up building this kind of like huh, before we were before people were called influencers like i built like a network oh, the of, proto influencer you know before i initially <laughs> started uh i had like a little influencer agency basically and i would the goal was to connect um these people with blogs um and and whoever kind of building their personal brands with sponsors and uh who brands who would want to sponsor them so that's how it started yeah. uh but <laughs> When I was doing it, I didn't know how to do it. I just, I just didn't know what I was doing, and I thought I should, like, I you needed just had to hire. the idea. It was just, not, it was, but, yeah. like, but what happened was I, 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 um, I raised a lot of money for it. Like, I got, like, I got uh, investors to pay me, and we, like, I was, like, this is media business, so we're going to move the business to New York, and so I, like, moved me and my team to New York, and we, like, worked on it for yeah. a couple months, and then I pitched it to these investors at the end of the summer, uh, and with the intention of getting more money from it, but, like, it, it it wasn't catching on mm-hmm. and so it was it was honestly gin juice was my first like experience with trying something like mm-hmm. launching something and putting something out there and then it not working out like i i, just, I failed i felt like i had to like get rid of all my employees i had to like you know talk oh, to my investors like, it was that's really, so really hard, hard. that's yeah. so hard i uh, that's incredible i mean thank you. it's very brave yeah most yeah. people like just get to the idea stage and like don't are too afraid of like what's next and like and too afraid of failure as well yeah. so you know applaud to you thank you you did it i i did and i i um uh after gin juice i didn't really want to try it again i was just like look i i, I did the whole thing i raised money i like i hired people i did all that stuff mm-hmm. it hurt too much like it was just it hurt too fucking much. i mean there's just so many people's lives involved Yes. And like people that you like, you you like. Okay, get on board and trust me. Believe in this yes. idea. And then to have to go back to those people You're and like, say like, Hey, I'm, I'm so sorry, sorry that you took a chance on me. Oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, that hurts. It hurts. Oh wow. That's all the risk. That's the name. That is yeah. risk itself. And then just like, and then people were still down, and I was like, No, I don't think it's working. Like just those those conversations. That's so great were, though that they were like ready to ride with you. They were like, Let fuck it, let's do it. Which is I like to this day. I I. I'm so happy that I do, like I I, I build a good team. Like I, I tend to build people who really want to do what we're what we're doing, which is what I'm doing now. But yeah, so so Genji's happened. Uh, after that, I was like, uh, I'm not really interested in trying this again. I'm just like mm-hmm. drained. Like I can't. I don't think I can do it. And so I started working a little bit. And then I met this fine ass white man, older, like mm, sexy, salt and pepper haircut. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, you should be a model. And yeah. I was like, you didn't have to say much. We could have fucked right now. Like, you don't have to do that, <laughs> sir. He's like, no, I was already down when you walked up. Mm-hmm. I decided. Like, we were already here. We never had sex, actually. It was just fun. Yeah. But I he love did. It. Yeah. <laughs> he took my photo and I started I started modeling. So, oh, my gosh. So what? Yeah. who did he pitch you to? Um, there was a, so this was a local uh, uh, agency in San Francisco. Oh. Um, and, and I, so I signed with them. Uh, small, like super small. And it was like, I was the only, uh, <laughs> there's actually, uh, I didn't, 
I tried to be like I went to a casting once before that when I was younger uh-huh. and um, my first experience with this is I walked in and they were like oh we already have someone like you which is we already have a black person or, we have mm-hmm. a black yeah we yeah, have a black we got the black we already. have a black right <laughs> and so I was just like okay oh, I don't man. even want to but this deal is like what racism. 20 early 20 teens right when, when was I because I started doing it without an agency at 17 like just like photos and stuff but then but when this I really, white, the white man came upon you he came upon me at 23 okay, 20 so, fucking three so, so what 2012 when was that 2012 yes oh my god i love it yes i'm you're trying to follow your math. timeline this is to... good thank you this is really helpful uh but yeah it was around 23 when i met him and i started that's when i started doing commercial modeling so it was just like a lot of like uh you know um like Macy's, like uh, yeah, shit like that, exactly. Yeah, um, and like just different, uh, like smiley, like really fem. How do they? Oh, fem presenting. Oh, so fem presenting. You, they yeah. had you femmed yeah. out. It sucked too. Like, cause going to castings and having to really dress like you know, the standard like model, like it's he. It was heels, tight black jeans, and a tight like uh, black tank top. Was that yeah. or like a, a black um, thing? Fucking twenty twelve, right? Like <laughs> was, it seems so long ago. Yeah, but it really, I know yeah. it was. It was just so recent. It's like what a whack ass time. It just it didn't. The way that we're evolving now, it just feels like it's going a lot faster. Mm-hmm. But hey, I, hey, I'm so thankful for this time because that time I was getting my ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was booking though, so that's the thing. It's that's like, amazing. I was getting booked. Oh, booking yeah. is huge. I love that. I money is really freeing. Like, it's just <laughs> helpful. Uh, but. Um, um, so I started modeling, uh, and then I got a casting notice for a show called Real World, mm-hmm. and that's, that's so that's, and that's that was the beginning of my entertainment career because I mm-hmm. well, I didn't think I would be on camera and shit like this. I always thought I would be um, like a producer or like a like a director. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't I never really saw myself on camera just because. I don't really know. I just I I, I I like being in control. Like I just like it's like that, it doesn't seem like the talent has control. So where do I go to get the control of yeah, this? Yeah. And so uh, now I'm realizing now and later in life that it's better to be both. Like I really it's fun to do yeah, shit like this, for right? Sure. Like creating. Yeah. Cool. Uh, real world. Went on real world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was. I, and it's I, funny because okay, I was talking we to Corey prior to this. this. Yeah, I was like, because I didn't I didn't know who you were a lot were. of people and, don't know that the, and then the I, yeah and then selena sent me your instagram and i looked and i was like oh from real world damn yeah, yeah okay. and i so was that like is... that was like one of my favorite seasons because of you because you were like so chill <laughs> yeah i'm like it, and <laughs> consistent <laughs> it was so nice <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh the straight drama was like weird on that show <laughs> I was just kind of like I felt like an audience member on the show. I was like, oh shit, I'm talent too. Damn. My were bad. were like, you cast as like as a gay character, or were you cast as a straight character, or did they even? Oh, know? they knew. No, I mean, like honestly, uh, <laughs> I, I. I made it very clear when I showed up because this is around the time that I like I was like really proud to be like a lesbian. And yeah. So I made it very clear that I eat pussy like off the bone like, when I walked in. I was like, "This is what I do." I'm gonna steal um, that. Yeah, just, I, just, pussy off the bone. I do. It's just my favorite. It's one of my favorite pastimes. It's my favorite activity. And I said that, and so that's probably why. I mean, after someone says something like that, they're like, "Yeah, we want them get in the fucking show, bro." Right. But the, I think you know, I like when. Uh, 
There's just something that I realized in being on camera that like, which is why it, it, it it's what what I do now is so heavy about representation and like people being in control of their own stories is like, it was really uh, it, knowing that so many people were going to be introduced to me for the first time. I felt so responsible. I felt so fucking responsible. I was like, I have to represent like queer folks. I have to represent black people. I have to like, like the, the fuck oh, representing me. The like, burden of just, minority status. Oh, right. <laughs> the whole time I was like, say the right thing at all times. I was just like, right. God. And so that's when I was like, man, it'd be a lot more comfortable if I was, it was just me and my friends. Like, you know, yeah. then I found YouTube. And so then I yeah. learned that I could do that. But, uh, that was what getting on camera in front of like 2 million people's living rooms and then having to learn what it meant to be trans on TV mm. bro because everyone thought that I was a trans woman which there's a, hey there, like there's so much to that and that, that needs to be so heavily unpacked yeah. but my reaction was just like wait that's not who I am I don't want you at all to think that that's who I am so like and it, it, it seemed as if I I mean and I think I did have a little I was also really homophobic I'll remember this so like I probably mm. was also very transphobic at the time but I was, I felt such, I felt so wrong to not have the ability to tell my own story. And so. It's um, so interesting yeah. how far like the trans dialogue has come in recent years. I mean. Isn't it beautiful? And that was just like 20, 2012, 2013. Like that's not long at all. Like right. No. That's just like around the corner. Well, and the funny thing is, like, now I am trans. But we're gonna do it. Like, <laughs> shit, change, hey. So spoiler alert! Spoiler yeah, alert! Yeah, yeah. they're like, but a different flavor. A lot yes. different, just lots of lots of different flavors <laughs> after that. Shit. Uh, but um, yeah, on the show, I just kind of learned. Like, I actually did. I met like a trans man. Like, uh, my friends introduced me to uh, this dude. There's a fucking amazing man named Kingston, and he. I, it was my first interaction with a trans dude. Uh-huh. And you know, from there, like I'm like making sure that I always have trans characters and trans people in my shit, just because it was like, fuck, like through me being on the show, so many people got to meet a trans man for the first time, mm-hmm. and like including myself. Yeah, and um, that that was like one of the. That's when I realized how like powerful tv could be mm-hmm. like it, it like really like all sometimes all you really need to do all you need to do is see an just interaction exists. and it just yeah. exists yeah. yes yes and like if people can see that you just exist they're like oh shit i can just what the fuck i can just exist <laughs> right. yeah. oh, oh now i'm mad y'all i'm because that's how i feel i'm like i could have just did been this the whole time but i felt mm-hmm. like i had to be all these things ah so I mean, I gotta have hope though for this younger generation, like all the kids growing up right now that have like these examples that have you and have like other people out have here, y'all. like have us yes. out here. I talked to my little brother and I was like, I use they them pronouns. He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so does everyone. Like, yeah, what are you like, <laughs> I mean, if, me. and just like imagine in like in our generation, it was just like that would have been like, oh, you gay, bro? Like, yeah, yeah. would have turned yeah. straight into that. And now like every. Every man like, is like, I'm oh, bi, yeah. I'm bi. Like, let the girls know that I'm bi. <laughs> like, it's just like, <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. Like, it's such a shift and it, it, it's it happens thing. like wildfire. Yeah. It just, it's amazing. I mean, and also to like have gone so far that there's like the whole like, I don't even know. Like, what, it, there's just, the aftermath of it is like the other end, like people being like, oh, like I accidentally transitioned. Huh. 
like that's Wait, a thing what? nowadays i've never Wait. heard that in my there's life there's like a backlash thing that's like happening like i've just been like paying attention to some of the trans dialogues where like people are like they act they transitioned too young and didn't realize um. and then try to transition back and i'm like what an amazing problem to have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, like detransitioning. Detransitioning stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched a few videos about it, too. I've seen them pop up, and I was just like, well, I mean, I don't... I don't I don't think I want to watch them now. Yeah. Uh, there's... I don't, I don't know. Because I feel like it goes to... I think a lot of it is, like, used to undermine trans identity. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like why are those the yeah. first that are recommended to me? Like, like yeah. look, I want to hear somebody, like, why can't I hear a really good story? Because I know so many great stories. Mm, totally. And not to say that that's a bad story, even. Like, to find yeah. that you don't no. want... Hey, listen. Ugh. Yeah. And I think, for, at least for me, like, it was nice to see that as well i don't know like to see the spectrum of experience as a young person now like having access to transition right and i don't know it was interesting to me no i mean it's like hey and that's part of the reason why like i love (laughs) i'm not gonna say that out loud but like i do enjoy platforms like youtube Mm -hmm. uh where people can kind of tell these like long form stories and Mm -hmm. and that way everyone can learn that like it's all we're all individuals there's no one way to be trans there's no one way to experience like your sexuality or your gender identity and all these things like go on youtube and everyone has a fucking story and starting Mm -hmm. a new youtube channel right Mm -hmm. so like go and know that like given all of this information that everyone has access to that everyone's uploading and publishing and stuff who do you want to be now? Like, you know, who are you? Like, it's just, that's part of the reason why, like, a lot of my content lately has just been like, hey, get the fuck off of me. I'm a stranger to you. We are not Mm -hmm. friends. Like, no, like, these, these are all stories that you can collect and put together to create the identity and the person that you really want to be. And it's like, it's, and that's all it has to be. That's, there's nothing else there. It's just content. Yeah, I could definitely go deep into a, di- a conversational oh, no. dive about parasocial realities and the intimacy that we create with people online without them actually knowing us. Uh-huh. But that's another conversation. <laughs> so I want to talk about your OnlyFans. And I yeah. want to talk about, like, so you somewhat, and I don't know if it's totally recently, but, like, you kind of recently, decide, like, came out as trans. Yes, and decide. Well, I've, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the, the word I use it often to make sure that I can like, because uh, I've experienced a lot of transphobia even when I identified as a cis straight woman. Yeah, like I, I experienced I mean, transphobia often. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's just, and I didn't know, I didn't have a word for it, which is why language is so beautiful. Uh-huh. Like now I can be like, wait, that was transphobia. That's that's not my problem. It's yeah. you're being a transphobe. Yeah. It's your problem. So it's like I like I've been I've been attacked in a lot of different ways. And so now I was like, if I make sure to let people know that I'm trans and I'm very like I like I, this is who I am, even though I see myself as non-binary because I like yeah, yeah. I enjoy my like when it comes to identity i enjoy that i'm like nothing i just do whatever the fuck i want because i can't feel the same way i feel the same way (laughs) like do you understand how many people i pay for bro like no one can say shit to me uh but um yeah that's why that's why i like using that language now yeah so um your pronouns right now are he they he they and so that's like a bit of a change because i think that whenever we met a year-ish ago yeah i've been a huge fan for a very long time but yes (laughs) rightfully so you are easy to fan easily fanned out on each other (laughs) 
<laughs> um, but at that time, you were like they, she. Yeah. So. I think, yeah, probably. I think I let she last longer than it should have. I feel that. I, I feel you. But yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. No, because I mean, so that was kind of like how I met you. So that's why I was asking because it seemed like it was somewhat recent because, you know, to go from that to he, they, yeah. it's like, a, it's a change. Yeah. And what, what do you feel changed within you? And like, how have you kind of, you know, how do you yeah. feel about your body right now? Oh my God. I'd love, yes. Okay. Well, first off, this is the best I've ever looked and I'm 31 <laughs> years of age, babe. So like, I feel great. I uh, feel that. That's feel been that. like, I just, I feel <laughs> lovely. I feel yummy. I think that, uh, so a lot of things, uh, I, I've kind of thought about and been dealing with just really quietly and like, you know, just personally and that, you know, us all being in quarantine and home alone, like a lot of things, you just have a lot of time to think. I just have a lot of fucking time to think, just stand in the mirror like, damn. Damn, your thumbs, like, <laughs> look at the wall. <laughs> Didn't know that was on there. You know, yeah. God, I need to. You know the one thing I haven't done that I've. This is judge me however you want, but uh-huh. like, there's always this task that I haven't gotten to, and I just get to get to it. I like, I always tell myself I'm to clean my microwave. I never clean. I don't know. Are you it's, it's, I know it's terrible. There's a little uh, judgment. There, it makes sense. It makes sense. It's the one task that I can't get to. I'm like, I'm gonna do that tomorrow, and it's like it, I've done it. Like maybe I don't want to say that number. Let's not talk about how many. It's like, my house is so clean. Listen, my house is. You can ask the person, my neighbor, who I hook up with regularly. I. <laughs> My house is Talk clean as Talk to my neighbor fuck. hookup about this. <laughs> <laughs> They're your reference. If, if it wasn't clean, she wouldn't come over. We'd go to her spot. But, you know what I mean? I think that my, my, house, is, my house is nice, but I just, for some reason, I put off cleaning the microwave. I'm going to clean this tomorrow because I set this out loud and I'm going to feel like, damn. Uh, what was I talking about? No, no, no. no. <laughs> your feelings about your body and yourself. My and- body. Okay. I do clean my shit. Let me lower you. <laughs> uh, um, what was I going to say? <laughs> Don't come for me. I was, it makes sense. I, I think I said it because I need to be like bullied into cleaning my microwave. Clean your microwave. I will. <laughs> I will do it. Corey, I will do it. Uh, um, I... So I, I mentioned like so when I started sleeping with women, I like I that was like in sex through sex was the mm-hmm. only time that I could kind of feel like as uh, like kind of feel validated in my masculinity, and I think um, that has always felt so good, and 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 that's been kind of the, that was like the catalyst for like a lot of what came now, and so um, to me, I. I, I, to be, I, even though I play around with pronouns and stuff with uh, my past selves, like Ariel mm-hmm. and Ari Fitz and all these things, like I've been this person this whole time. Yeah. What's happened is I, uh, growing up poor, growing up without a lot of access to a lot of different things, I learned to code switch really fast. Mm-hmm. And, and being able to perform and being able to switch it up whenever necessary to survive became so, like, at my core and, like, one of my superpowers that, like, I uh, just got, I just, I was just really used to that. Um, but that didn't change the fact that, like, I kind of always seen myself as the person that I am now, which is him. Like, I'm just, I've just been him the whole time. But I've just been afraid of, um, again, uh, losing my, you know, like, uh, losing my family and then thinking, like, having to explain that and, and not being, mm. not having the language to be able to do it. And so any any stutter that I have, any, like, yeah. it's like, oh, you sound unsure, you sound confused. No, like, you have to, I like, be able that, to present yeah. it so well and so clear mm-hmm. so that for them to even understand you. So that was a fear. Uh, the, the, another fear was um, 
just not being sure myself just in general it's like you know we were talking about the transitioning it's like i I wouldn't want to make a a decision for my life that was fixed and then uh having to go back on it i Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to do that and and, you know some people do i like i i y'all heard like when i when i realized that i was a lesbian i caped for i was like now this is who the fuck i am Mm -hmm. like now it's like I realized this year that, like, this is, I need to do the same level of caping for myself that I did then. Mm. And now it's because I see myself as a trans person because mm-hmm. I am a trans person. Mm-hmm. I like, I, and, and everything about my identity and my life so far has been due to my experience as a trans person like when i go outside i think about how people will have be like how i might experience transphobia and and you know like like the 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 aggression that i feel sometimes the the the, the, the um how fiercely i protect myself is due to the, my experience as a trans person and i think now uh to be honest, the world has kind of stripped a lot of the light energy that I had as Ariel mm. and as Ari Fitz. Now I'm like, this is who the fuck I am. And like, if anybody mm. comes to play with me, now you're playing with somebody who knows that they're trans. And like, I'm not, I'm not afraid of you anymore because mm. I have had to put up with way more than most of y'all have ever dealt with in your fucking experience. Like, are you serious, love? Like, <laughs> from the beginning of time, I've been fighting for my life. I have been fighting for like so hard to be able to exist and so like nothing like i'm not afraid of anybody anymore i'm not afraid of anything anymore there's nothing that like that anybody can bring to me now that i haven't already had to defend myself from so transitioning to of wasn't that hard oh god no (laughs) but it helped oh wow yes it it, it, (laughs) um getting on OnlyFans happened before i announced my name it happened before i gave my pronouns and stuff it was Mm -hmm. the final thing that i needed to feel like myself Mm. uh because before the only ways that i was like really experiencing my true identity was with a partner Mm. was within with was in was with sex like i only felt like him when i had a her to like play off of Mm -hmm. and i think when i and so i only do solo stuff on OnlyFans. Mm. uh only doing solo stuff on OnlyFans. the first thing that i did when i got on was i started performing femininity because that's the shit that i masturbate to right so that was that was the first thing and i was like watching my shit i'm like none of this is honest and this isn't me who Mm -hmm. am i who am i who am i and then being stuck in the house quarantine and stuff (laughs) shit like nothing but time yeah wait and and also on OnlyFans, um what was i gonna say uh the incentive is money which is like that's my favorite fucking incentive are you serious (laughs) i was like and then a little like that like you're in the top percentage i was like y'all are giving me all the things that get me (laughs) horny and ready to work right so i just started making hella fucking videos and over time i was seeing over these videos that i was like i wasn't myself i wasn't being myself like Mm -hmm. when i had to perform sexuality by myself and there wasn't a her for me to play off of i like i i couldn't get to him Mm. i couldn't get to him without her and i was like yo like what would it look like for me to be him what would it look like for me to finally start to be him and i started like trying to perform it a little bit and it was ugly it wasn't it wasn't working my early (laughs) shit is not good it's not good at all but it was like i I was learning and i was like trying to like with each video i was getting closer and closer and closer and closer and then i learned that my name was eros and then i learned that i liked he they pronouns and then i was like well fuck all y'all because like with that comes getting ready to protect myself Mm -hmm. and so then i would i learned that i was really angry about a lot of 
shit and that I wanted to protect Ariel. Like, just the, the, the hurt and pain and experience that, like, my younger self, exp- like, what the fuck? Like, the ways in which, like, young, poor black kids, young, poor, disabled black kids, you know, like, the ways in which, like, so many things can in, in, impact uh, an individual. <laughs> And then it'd be hidden as if, like, it's something that's wrong with them really pisses me off. Mm-hmm. And I, when I get pissed off because of my education, because of the things that I've done in the past, because I come up with new business ideas every 20 minutes, I, I make a plan, and then that plan happens. And so now I'm just... Now, now I'm myself. Now I'm chilling. Now I make money. Now I'm, I'm, I'm happy. And now... Uh, <laughs> uh, Every single system that held me down should be very afraid. So wait, what? So who are your fans? Ah, that's really. I think so. Different. So so. Uh, so you have a bunch of fans. They're all different. Yeah, places. let's just talk. Yeah. So you have a massive Instagram following. Completely different set of people. It's like yes. you know people like us on Instagram. But then Patreon is like hard stands. The stands throwing money at you every month. You know, <laughs> like and also probably look kind of like us. Only fans different ball game yeah who are these people you know uh, (laughs) i don't fucking know i'm not sure um (laughs) i don't everything that i'm making right now is so personal and like it's so about me that like i i don't know who is subscribing i don't know who's i think anybody that watches my stuff right now it's because they need to be reminded of some shit for themselves like and that's why i keep reminding everybody like hey i'm a stranger to you like you take from my story whatever you need to do but know that i'm over here doing it for me because i'm just tired of like of of waiting to be this person i want to just be him now it's just time so i i think that my audience um is people who because I mean, let's let's be keep it. Like I, I do put like nasty ass shit. Like I do. Like I mean, I think I it's mean, nasty. You're, you're a pornographer. Yes. I mean, honestly, I just I can't wait until I do feel comfortable with other people because it would be nice to show y'all the stroke game because this shit's been impeccable. <laughs> it's, I, I'm actually like, there's so many times I'm just proud in the middle of it. It's like fuck, and, and she's like fuck. I'm like I know. Like I saw it, the mirrors right there. Like did it. Just fuck. So eventually that will get there. But there's just more that I have to figure out about my identity before I can like. Let people see me intimately like, mm-hmm. that's, that's so exposing I didn't answer your question I think the people who subscribe to my only fans are people who like to see really muscular ass folks because mm. I'm muscle I'm all muscle and I think that people who subscribe to my only fans are people who are genuinely interested in and uh, and what I'm gonna do next because there's no uh I'm not on YouTube anymore you know like mm-hmm. so there's like there's uh, I mean so it's like you're, you're kind of doing an additional thing so you're not just putting up porn and sexy pictures and stuff you're also putting your music on OnlyFans yes oh my gosh so that's like a whole different level yeah please we should fucking talk about that okay 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 so um hella shit but I'm gonna try and keep it condensed um yes I really hate the ways in which throughout time some of the best music that's ever been created by like black and POC folks have been gatekept by white people. Mm. I really fucking hate that. It's so true. Like all of the music labels are run by white people. It doesn't. I don't like it. Except I don't, for maybe like 
five or less. And yeah. but but and like also think about what that says. It's like in order for me to reach my audience of black queer trans folks or whatever, like in order to reach other people. And they like don't even myself, consider that to be an audience that they care about. Yeah. Like they're not even like, oh, you know what? We need to target the black queer trans people. No. Like, that's not a demographic not to them. <laughs> Absolutely not. And it's like, but that's who I am, you yeah. know? And so, mm-hmm. and, and so I, so OnlyFans for what it is, is, is so innovative in that it allows, and pay Patreon, these subscription-based platforms are so innovative in that they allow creators to be able to reach their audiences directly. I, uh, first I used OnlyFans to throw some ass around and try and make my mm-hmm. ass move. It's still, the left cheek is still more dominant it's than really the right. It's really hard. I it's mean, so, <laughs> n- what? It's, I think my right side is better. Or, I've, no, I forget. Uh, one side is just jigglier. That's nice. <laughs> Yeah. The other side just doesn't jiggle. Yeah, my my they don't both of them don't really jiggle, but once I get like one jump started, then it kinda like yeah, trickle yeah. effect. Uh but um so it's OnlyFans started off as just me trying to figure myself out, but like after a while I was like I didn't I wanted to give them something special because these are people who are paying a lot of money, like a decent amount of money to see me every every month. Yeah. Um that's like a more than Netflix. Right? Yeah, that's that is, that is. I was like, damn, I'm more than your net you know how much content is you're on like, Netflix. You're like you're like an iTunes subscription oh my god <laughs> I, let me be your itunes yes um but so those two things kind of were, were hitting and i was bored in the house and i was like it'd be so fun to make a mixtape like i just it'd just be fucking fun so i did i made six songs and um and i decided that i wanted to um use only fans to show people that they can bypass some of these fucking labels like bro mm-hmm. if you want if like if, if what you're looking for for your art and your music is an audience then build your audience using a platform like patreon using a platform like like only fans and then just get better i've been on patreon since 2016 oh i was able gosh. to move to la from it Beta like, phase. yeah that was back in the day when patreon was for the sexiness yeah. uh, dang and like so how how often will a subscription-based platform like switch to being all i four, know like, exactly then... exactly it'll start off that way make their money and then coast then off to porn starts everything. vanilla shit yeah. it does it does e-wallets yeah. Mm-hmm. Electronic banking. Oh yeah. shit. Porn really does start everything. Mm-hmm. Porn really does. Yeah. Well, so yeah, that's uh so mm-hmm. OnlyFans has become like my my way to uh start to release music and also mm-hmm. to teach people that there are other platforms and ways to uh to, like you know, to make music without having to sell your soul to some white people who then package it and sell it to more white people. Like, what the fuck? That's fucking crazy. That isn't that, that doesn't isn't that the craziest it's shit? It's weird. That's the craziest shit. Like, I'm going to make this black ass music that yeah. you're going to package and then sell to white people. Baby, that, <laughs> no, nah. Instead, I'm going to build my own audience of people who want to uh hear my music and also maybe you want to see me play with my, my pussy a little couple you know yeah, like who yeah. also I mean, do like that? Those, they can be simultaneous right. it, 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 my music's music in the background yeah exactly. exactly i'm doing it to the beat of my next shit it's yeah. so great yeah so <laughs> that that's how i see it and I, uh i um i really i really love now that so many people are starting to use the internet and some of these like different resources to be able to build like independent lives like i don't go to an office i don't like mm-hmm. i don't ask anybody for permission to do what i do and i want fewer pe- i want more people who are you know black and poc and like trans and disabled and fat and like all these things i want us to stop asking for permission yeah it's annoying man like fuck, fuck like stop asking for these people to tell you what to do just do your own shit have all. you like found much of a like a trans community like that is not 
like cis trans i don't there's not a great way to, to describe it but binary, not binary, binary trans. trans yeah so yeah oh i mean yeah on only fans i mean on only fans on only fans representation uh <laughs> okay so wait I, maybe i'm not answering this fully so like i do think i have a lot of like people who use she her pronouns that subscribe to my only no 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 i don't mean subscribers i mean like um other only fans. other performers other like only oh. fans uh creators oh um well yeah and well first off you i think it's so you know, i don't have only fans i have patreon well i i subscribe on patreon yeah, i've been a patron, yeah. patron for there's a there's sometimes while. the pussy on some patreon it happens but it's mostly stories which it's is mostly why stories I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but um that I masturbate to? Is that the question? Is that, no, no. Because I'm willing to answer I that question as well. If, if, if just you community. Know, just yeah, community. Just, like, ah. do you see other people who are doing what you're doing? Like, who are embodying, like, a, you know, non-binary identity. Like, Trans-based. doing, like, really queer sex on OnlyFans. Who are, who are like, you know, kind of also like you, like, getting ranked and shit. Like, is anybody getting visibility? Ooh. Ooh. Um... I really wish I had a better answer to this, but I don't. I don't know. I'm sure there are though. Like, cause yeah. I think that like, uh, <laughs> I keep hearing more and more people have these conversations in passing. I was like, how do you feel about that they them pussy? You know, like, <laughs> like I've been hearing a lot of like it. it mm. It's just like there's like this underbelly of like movement around and understanding of non-binariness and transness and people being like, you know what? I kind of did like you know I was kind of <laughs> into that shit. It was like, oh, you can. It's like I can say this now. I kind of like it. <laughs> And so I like I I I'm I'm almost positive yes. I'm sad to say I I don't know of anybody now that I'm mm-hmm. thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um I did uh I have this really cool show called Link and Bio where I interview yes. a lot of yes. different sex workers. So let's let's talk about that. Yeah. So you have your whole network right now yes. on YouTube. Ooh. You should definitely check out this stuff. <laughs> I'm like adjacent to it right now. We have yes. stuff in the works. Yes. But um, so you have a whole thing. Could you talk about what a weekend? Absolutely. So what a weekend is my second try at a startup. So the first time I tried with the, in 2010, I was a baby. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And, but okay, I want to just sidebar that bit and say like you already like a visionary like to have that idea and like this is already like what you were seeing was going to happen has happened. So like don't, you know. Don't. Make me emoji face face at you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm so used to like not feeling seen. So I'm always just like, I'm going to tell y'all how cool I am. Because it's like, I have to do When people tell me, I get like weird. I'm like, oh, shit, you saw that? Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, uh, yeah. So what a weekend. We launched 10, 10, 20, which I'm, I'm so happy. It took it like a, a, a labor of love with a lot of different people Mm -hmm. um but what a weekend is a new youtube channel that has uh shows on fridays saturdays and sundays the purpose of it the reason for it it's built during quarantine is the days got the days still are really mushy right now like there's really no sense of normally i like you know before pre-covid i would go and party on the weekends like i would be prepared for the weekend i'd have outfits and all these things and Uh. now there's just there's no sense of a weekend it's just like now you you just you know you don't put your zoom shirt on like that's like that's it yeah that's it that's the only pants all the (laughs) yeah but the zoom shirt comes on the pants industry got fucked over so like no one's been wearing pants i mean but the fashion industry 
Yes. yes. Truly. Lots of like, I'm just, I've always, I haven't, I've only been wearing sweatpants to be honest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so I really am interested in like reminding people that the weekend is important because it's a difference in your week. Like you can, you can do something different. Like you can take up a new hobby. You can learn a language. Like you can just get outside your house and go for a walk. Like the days don't have to be so fucking mushy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what a weekend reminds you of the weekend on Friday, Saturdays and Sundays. Um, Fridays, we have a show called Lincoln Bio, which is a docu-series where I interview um, different sex workers and we just talk about the industry. Yes, um, there are five topics. Yes. Mm. Yes, and you know that very well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, oh. Do you want to talk about the different topics that you go over in the show? Yes. Uh, so, um, well, the, so the show's audience is aspirational sex workers like myself because eventually I really do want to make really sick-ass, nasty-ass, queer-ass porn. Mm. Like, I just think it's necessary. Yeah. Like that strap conversation we just had. Like yeah. we need to, we need to really please, have. Please, please, yeah. yeah. I want to make a startup for this. Right. Like, yeah. I, I would. Yes. I, I uh, hope you do that. Yes. Please. Because <laughs> I'm tired of watching. Like, uh, I don't know. I just want to see. I want to see a scene where somebody says, you know, like they have an STI. Like, like Ooh, how do you handle? Yeah. And then, and then, oh. do they have? You know, yeasty like, pussy. Yeast. Yeasty pussy. <laughs> okay. I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah that too though like you it's know real. Okay. how do you navigate wow. you know that's beautiful you want to have sex but like you're uncomfortable because you have a yeasty pussy yeah, yeah. that's a that that's the title of yeah. the, yeah. <laughs> there the we go title. the whole thing the whole thing, thing happens. <laughs> yeah. but I, so I I do eventually I, like I'm interested in, in producing porn and being in porn um, and I, there are so many questions that I had and so I answered those questions in the in Lincoln bio I talked to a lot of different sex workers about safety like how can you be safe how can you keep your partner safe how can you keep your content safe because people like to steal shit like spy cons- bots Ooh, yeah. right and and uh we talk about the money of it like a lot of people think sex work is easy money and it's so not mm-hmm. at all yeah. one of the hardest jobs i've ever had like seriously and i've had a lot of jobs like, this <laughs> is one of the hardest ones yeah um, it, you have to look at your body a lot so we talk about bodies like mm-hmm. it's uh, definitely i'm i'm so proud of it i'm so proud of the series because um it not only answered a lot of the questions that i had but it gave me an opportunity to kind of like um uh you know when you start because i'm new i'm new, i'm a new a brand new sex worker <laughs> You're a baby this is my first baby time though. you know baby i'm a baby <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I got a chance to like interview some some seasoned porn stars and that like you oh, know yeah. escorts mm-hmm. and, all, and all this stuff before I get into the industry. And don't you wish more people who get into this job? Do oh that? my god, yeah. there there were so many things that I wish I'd known whenever I first tried. Like ugh, having yeah. interviews. That I mean, that's like the origin of this show in a yeah. lot of ways. Is like <laughs> really yeah, it's like cultivating a knowledge base for like everybody who wants to get into the industry and like knowing about things that you just wouldn't know about, you wouldn't expect. Yeah, that's why all the beta early episodes are just about like I am a camera I am a porn star I am a this and that you know like I do happy ending massages I'm a cuddler like that's <laughs> everything I'm, you might want to know I'm so happy to be here yes. you all for inviting <laughs> they're me. adding <laughs> to the catalog of this knowledge yes. yeah so you have um Lincoln bio butterflies which is a really exciting do one. you like butter have you seen have you it's really cute okay. yeah yeah so right. um butterflies i mean i'll just talk about it i'm you part can. of this project you've been in all the meetings i've been in the meetings i've listened <laughs> I've, i have my listening ears on um so butterflies is this like blind date show for queer dates and it's just really cute like i mean i saw that you like made a bunch of like prompts for people to go through like including like a truth or dare and like questions to ask 
them and it's just like it's very sweet it's Thank like you yeah I, I, I and you have great like you have your commentators and you have really cute butterfly graphics floating through shout out to sheena shout out to sheena <laughs> <laughs> yeah um butterflies and then the um so the butterflies is on sunday mm-hmm. and then saturdays we have a drag king competition drag show. me king yes. drag me I'm king yes because yes. we need more drag kings hell yeah out yes. invisible mm-hmm. and doing the and black drag kings yes yeah. yes I we mean, have of so out of our six contestants of this season four of them are black i mean you definitely put a lot of emphasis on like black voices black faces yes. like everybody black 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 yeah it's blackity black it's, <laughs> it's real black it's hella black <laughs> it really is yes uh and it's um like even in running my my company like my hr is my aunt and my mom yeah like, so like you and so your mom, your mom has just like me. been in me. on this this whole time like i had like a long conversation oh, with yeah. your mom <laughs> and it was really adorable your mom was like she's like oh Arrows gets upset at me for asking all these questions, but I just want to know. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's so I sweet. talked to my mom for a long time about your, your faith fair pronouns. Uh-huh. And I was like, mom, we got to get this right. We got to get this right. And, so, <laughs> and, and then she was just like, I just don't understand. I was like, I know, but and I, I, I got to learn too, I but just, we got to learn. I, I loved her too. Cause she was just like, you know, I probably would have explored more if I'd known like, <laughs> Oh my She's god. So I love still her. time. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening. <laughs> it's all good. You can still get out there. <laughs> it was it was so lovely. Like it's it's like great that she's like part of it and like so supportive and like just trying to get to know this. Like yeah. it just was like the sense of it was like she just wants to know. She was very curious and I like I love that cuz she's like a different generation clearly. You know, like the world is totally different for her. That openness is so nice. Like, it's so refreshing. Yeah. My family, because uh, I, like I, just the way that I grew up, I was I learned how to adapt a lot, like really quickly, just because you know, like just things were transient. You know, just, mm-hmm. like, shit was happening. Um, I feel like my mom, my grandmother also feel that way. And like, they just are always ready to adapt. Like my family's just like, well, this is the world now. So like, this is how we operate now. And it's just like, and they're just so, my grandmother was on Snapchat before I was. She was like, well, my grandbabies are there. I and I was it. just like, fuck. Yeah. And it's just, that's just, that's what how I radical. was raised. So I was raised with so much love. What like, a radical really lady. That's beautiful. They are. Well, on that very happy note, we kind of have to come to a close. Yes. I told you I was going to do this like crazy. No, it was, it's perfect it's amazing could not have gone better (laughs) oh good okay hey guys this week we do not have a commercial break because our episode went a little bit long and uh we might have a little bit of sponsorship coming out so uh get ready for that yeah so i hope you enjoy this episode where can we find you ah okay well um you can find me and i release a new song once a month on my only fans so you can find me on OnlyFans at onlyfans.com forward slash angry arrows uh, like i want to i want to subscribe but i don't like only fans oh yeah. and you know i i've said it a lot here and i realize that i i don't want to give them extra promo or anything no no but, no. no this yeah. is just like the platform yeah. you know yeah it's just a, the nature of it it's like if we're talking to a camera who uses chatterbait like we may say like fuck you fuck chatterbait, chatterbait but, but also also I this is where you are <laughs> like yeah. exactly like okay. it's the nature of the machine I just, because uh, even in thinking about how I wanted to set it up, I was like, should it be on OnlyFans or should I put it somewhere else? But like, I, I, I just, 
I liked that people so quickly associate OnlyFans with sex work. Yeah. And like yeah. you wouldn't expect to get a full ass music video. Uh-huh. But like, I was just like, I want you to think sex work. Yeah. Because why are you thinking that's a bad thing? Like, bro. Like, and, and so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you can find me on OnlyFans.com forward slash Angry Arrows. Also Angry Arrows on Instagram. Um, also Angry Arrows on YouTube. I'm coming back to YouTube soon. Uh, so yes. That'll be really the fun. return. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, Patreon? Ah. What the hell? Oh my god, I'm so bad. Uh, and then obviously patreon.com forward slash what a weekend that funds all of our shows. <laughs> so please, yes, do, please, 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 five dollars a month. All it'll cost you. so affordable, right? Uh, yeah. Corey, where can we find you? You can find me at the goddess Corey on Instagram, on Twitter. I have a link tree, you can click the links, many branches. <laughs> Um, I'm Selena the Stripper. You can find me on Instagram at Pretty Boy Girl. You can follow my Patreon at The Real Pretty Boy Girl. You can uh, follow our podcast at Ho in the Know, spelled Hyuks in the Nyuks. If you made it this far, I am very impressed. I know I say this every oh, single episode. Impressed. Every single episode. I'm like, how did you make it here <laughs> if you didn't know how to spell it? But, you know, serendipity. Anyway, on that note, thank you so much for tuning in, everybody, and have a delightful end of the world or a celebration of uh, the end of the Trump administration. Yeah. Hey. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. More money. I want your money. I want more money. 